to. What? Karen! We didn't know for sure. I didn't know what to tell you. Mom, I just want you to be okay. Listen, I just want you to know, when he gets here, I'm gonna kill him. Because 40 years ago, when I was a kid, you protected me. So tonight, I'm gonna protect you, okay? Nurse, you know, I appreciate you, but could you get out? Like, get out now! We had him. How did he escape? I don't know. I don't know. What do we do? We don't have the police support. We fight. We always fight. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Do we fight? Do we always fight? 2021 just... There was the good, the bad, and the... The ugly. Halloween Kills. (laughs) I thought I'd open with that because, well... That's kind of what 2021 was. There was a lot of kills. There was a lot of thrills. There was a lot of chills. And that's only if you got the booster. The booster, you really feel those chills. The second one, too. Not everyone that I've talked to who got the second one felt the chills. I felt the chills. But I didn't feel the thrills. It was an awkward year. I started off the year doing something Oh, I thought would be great And then it turned out to suck That happened many times this year Do I blame myself? No Everything has its time I was inspired to do Kind of an end of the year thing By Jason Almy He did a show last night about it I want to give him a shout out I want to give Angry Dad a, uh, a shout out Ben Chris Wetzky Adam Simmons Everybody you know, it's been, and also the people that I told the show about. If you don't like the show, that's understandable. I don't do the show so that everyone can like it. I do the show because I like doing it and it needs to be done. And it, uh, to quote Elvis Costello, it kicks beating the television. Yeah. So it's been a strange year. Very strange. Only recently did I get to go back to the theater. I saw Halloween Kills. Ghostbusters Afterlife. What was the next one? Venom. I saw Venom. I'm just going to flat out admit it. I saw Venom stoned. I took some edibles. I hadn't taken edibles in a long time. There's a thing called THC. (laughs) <laughs> and if I can't believe I'm talking about this on the show, but I don't care. And so luckily, I called in sick that day. And I went and saw Venom. And yeah, it was Tunnel Vision. But I love the movie. It was such a great movie. I'm a little bi- biased because it's, of course, Tom Hardy. Come on, let's, let's go. Let's get ready. Tom Hardy is a good looking man. So for him to play Venom... Yeah, I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for it. And a lot of people like to do that. And they like to go after me and say, well, you only like it because... Okay. And recently, speaking of, there's a poll, I think it's on Twitter, of who is more beautiful, Salma Hayek or Jennifer Lopez. I'm going to go with Salma Hayek. I don't find Jennifer Lopez attractive at all. I think she's kind of arrogant. 
she's not really that talented. Some people, oh, she's the heir apparent to Rita Moreno. No, she's not. And by the way, we're going to play some clips tonight because I'm not going to let this go by. Rita Moreno turns 90 today. The EGOT herself. She's got an Oscar, an Emmy, a Tony, a Grammy. How many people have that? Whoopi Goldberg has it. So it's been a it's been a crazy year, but I'm sure Rita Moreno, what's it? I've seen crazier. So much so that 60 years later, she is in West Side Story again. Yeah. What an interesting character. She was on Golden Girls. A lot of people don't remember that because that was going to be Empty Nest. And it didn't and and what they did is they changed the actors. But a lot of people they'll call it the episode they don't like, but hey, it's Rita Moreno. Rita Moreno here, here's her. Here's her talking about Golden Girls. That was a uh, empty nest. That another disaster. I my life is filled with these things. Pilots and I do not get along. We didn't. I did our audition. I did. I had to read for it. And they said, "Okay, you're the one." But there wasn't one smile in the room. It was the most bizarre experience. I've never had an audition like that in my whole life. Where everybody after the reading said, thank you. And I said, uh, oh, oh, you're, you're welcome. Is there anything else? He said, no. And oh, dear God. Well, they hated this. They hated this. I went home. My husband said, and it was, oh, I had gone through heaven and hell to audition. I was on a cruiser doing my show when this audition offer came up and I went through the rain and sleet and snow and all kinds of stuff just to get to Hollywood, California to do this reading. Well, that's what made it so really insane. And, and, I, and I flew on airplanes and I took boats and, and I was exhausted and I came in the next day and did this reading where everybody said, thank you. <laughs> so my husband calls up, that's right, because he was still in St. Thomas where the, I left the ship. How did it go? I said, So am I. I said, it was just the most awful, one of the most awful experiences of my life. I got the part. And I said, based on what? <laughs> is that the kind of enthusiasm I'm going to see when I do this thing? And what happened is that Susan Harris, the head writer, got frightfully ill during that one week we were doing, putting the plan together and couldn't do rewrites. And it really, really, really needed rewrites. Paul Dooley was playing my husband, and I was the lady. And um, every day they kept changing my character to the extent that by the time we got to do it in front of an audience, I couldn't remember line one because the attitudes had changed so many times. That was the most embarrassing experience. It was so embarrassing because the audience would start to laugh. And I was trying to make light of it, and I could not remember my lines. We must have done... I would guess about 15 takes in front of an audience who then begins to root for you and that makes it worse. And the actress, as you know, B, and all of them are in that scene with me and then you can, you can see the tension 
saying, you can do this, Rita, you can do this. And nobody understands why I can't remember my lines. And it's because, and this, this is a peculiar actor's problem that nobody in the world but an actor can truly understand. If you, if they keep changing your attitudes, not you, but your character's attitudes about things, you no longer know who you're playing. And if you don't know who you're playing, the lines don't come out. It just, the line of dialogue does not come out naturally. Therefore, you forget them. That's what happens. I will never forget that as long as I live. Wow, amazing. And of course, what happened was that they didn't pick it up. The network didn't pick it up. It was really a very, very bad show. And I, the women in the show hated it. They thought it was just one piece of dribble. It was because Susan wasn't there to fix it. The TV is all about the fixes, really. You rarely have the same script on Friday that you started out with on Monday. Well, I would guess that, uh, let's see, I did the show with Candace on the breast cancer thing, I played her doctor, and that show changed considerably because she felt that they were being too lighthearted about it, and she was right when they, they fixed that. But uh, it was essentially still the same show. But very often with uh, television, it's this show on Monday, and by the time you get to Friday when you're doing it in front of an audience, it's another show entirely, completely rewritten, usually for the better. But um, you have to be, you have to be able to compartmentalize your mind in order to do series television. It's very difficult to do. And that's Rita Moreno, our birthday girl talking about doing the Golden Girls because yes, it was going to be a spinoff. It was going to be Empty Nest with Paul Dooley who is still with us. He's in his 90s. Rita Moreno and West Side Story, I mean you think about it, she came a long way. She was playing Island Girls. She was playing Stereotypical. You know, got to put the dark makeup on her. She did Singing in the Rain and I think I can get a clip of that because there's no singing. West Side Story, what we're going to have to do is do some of the dialogue. Zelda Harris played by Rita Moreno. And she said when she got that, she thought, oh, you know, I'll do roles like that. Nope. Even after she did West Side Story, they offered her the, you know, the stereotypical roles that she had gotten in the past. Okay. Here we go. Yes! 
So we're going to pull away because there's music. But that's an example of Rita Moreno. The excellence of that talent. What I'm trying to look for, because there's a scene in there that she talks about she got... She kind of spoke through her teeth like Marlon Brando because at the time she was in a relationship off and on again, always the Hollywood way, um, with Marlon Brando. And... Let's see. There's a lot going on in, in uh, West Side Story because, you know, it basically is a modern day... Romeo and Juliet and Steven Spielberg has brought it back. Rita Moreno is in the new one. Let's do this. I could say it was my idea. It was Tony Kutcher's husband, Mark Harris's idea, to change the character of Doc into his widow and have his widow be Puerto Rican and have her be Rita Moreno. You made fun of the way I talk one more time, Blondie. She did West Side Story in 1961, and I didn't think or know if she would want to be in West Side Story twice, but we brought her the offer, and she read the script and adored Tony's screenplay. It was just a natural fit. Keep looking for better. Mi milagro. The fact that she's been able to capture and hold onto her youth. She danced with the Sharks and the Jets during rehearsal. She came in every week and talked to us about what it was like growing up as a Puerto Rican in America. She brought so many interesting stories and she so motivated the cast. And I thought that she really needed to be the executive producer. She needed to serve a, more of a managerial role, not just to come in as an actor, but to really help us frame the messages that West Side Story needs to extend to people who see it. And she's been very, very causal in all of that. We gave her this song somewhere and she does it wonderfully and she did it with a cold but it was so authentic i didn't want her to come back into a recording studio and change it because she did somewhere live that day we shot the sequence so this is this is a moment rita moreno 60 years later is in singing in the oh, singing in the rain west side story <laughs> see how that happens but there's a scene um I'm going to go... She did an interview with 60 Minutes, you know, 60 Swinging Minutes, about the fact that, you know, she's an EGOT and everything. And I thought, let's visit that because she talks about how she really got that Oscar, how she thinks. Because the the Oscar people are, are weird, you know. They'll see a scene and go, oh, give it to her. Give it to him. You know, in Hannibal Lecter's case, it was that scene between, I mean, Anthony Hopkins, Jodie Foster, and Anthony Hopkins, and let's see, because there's there's a very disturbing moment in West Side Story that I don't think a lot of people remember is where Anita is assaulted, and Rita Moreno talked about that and how she channeled Marlon Brando. 
for that scene. So, and it, and it worked. You know, anytime someone channeled Brando, yeah, here we go. just opened up. I was like a wounded animal when I did it again. Is that on the screen? That is, yes. When she says, don't you touch me. Don't you touch me. And I thought, how would Marlon say that as an actor? And it was through my teeth. Don't you touch me. That is the scene that I know got me the Oscar. Rita Marino and West Side Story. In 1962, Moreno became the first Latina to win an Academy Award for acting. I can't believe it! So your phone must have been ringing off the hook after No, that. the phone wasn't ringing off the hook. And that's the sad thing is, you know, now, when you win an Oscar, supposedly, I don't know, I haven't won one yet, your phone rings off the hook and everyone wants to, and then you get a divorce. Some of those actresses, you know, like Halle Berry, the boat, the boyfriend cheats on him, or Kate Winslet, the husband and her separate, or what's another one? Uh, where uh, Reese Witherspoon played June Carter Cash and they got a divorce, and so there's that. <laughs> I guess I guess um, we'll end the year with Rita Moreno. I mean, I've got many episodes to do, and the end, the year of the the, the the end, the year isn't over yet. But hey, who's counting? Rita Moreno is a trailblazer. She is an egot. She, yeah, I mean, she was on the Electric Company with the great Morgan Freeman. But I want to visit the film that she did with her her great love, Marlon Brando. She even hooked up with Elvis just to spite Brando. Okay? And she said Elvis was kind of boring. <laughs> and I believe it. <laughs> is this it? I think this is. The night of the following day. Thank you. 
kidnapped girl sees no way out. So, Night of the Following Day, released in 1969, was the last time Rita Moreno and her great love, Marlon Brando, because at that time she was married to a doctor. She had a child. The relationship that her and Brando had, even while he was married, had fizzled out. Here's Rita Moreno talking about Marlon Brando and that film where she slapped him. And I think she slapped him often. <laughs> he was Marlon Brando. I mean, I think he I think he liked the conflict, to be honest with you. We do the scene. We have a lot of girls downstairs. And I haul off and smack him on the face. Fire! And he hauls off and smacks me back. That opened an old scar. And I started screaming at him. And they never stopped filming. The director loved it. <laughs> and that's Rita Moreno and Marlon Brando. That says something about someone that you think Elvis is boring, but Brando is hot stuff. And I'll agree with her right there. I don't know if Priscilla would agree. <laughs> yeah. Talk about Viva Las Vegas. It's been fun. Talking about these films with all of you. Talking about music. When Before I went to bed last night, I immediately knew, okay, midnight. It's Rita Moreno's birthday. She's 90 years old. She has outlived so many of her contemporaries. Her and George Chakiris from uh, West Side Story are still alive. I believe Russ Hamlin is still alive. Unfortunately, Natalie um, Natalie Wood is no longer with us, and and many of the Jets are no longer with us. And you know, we just lost uh, Stephen Sondheim, who also wrote some music and some songs. For West Side Story. So it's it's been an interesting year. It's been a, a year of loss and bullshit and love and love gone wrong. And I'm I'm I've got my incense going and it's it seems to be helping my allergies. <laughs> so Rita Moreno. I want to thank you for clearing a way, not just for Latinos, but EGOTs. 
<laughs> She's the first. She is one of the first. Think about that. Awards aside, though, she really paved the way. Now, I remember in the 90s, I didn't have cable. But every now and then we'd watch Oz. Not Wizard, Wizard of Oz, but Oz. And Rita Moreno really, woo! Here she is playing Sister Pete opposite Christopher Maloney. So you went along with Nietzsche not in the name of the Aryan Brotherhood, but to see if he would love you no matter what. At first, I wanted unconditional surrender. And then I wanted unconditional love. I bet you don't love me. And that's killing you inside. She really, she really did the, a lot of TV in the 90s, 
She also was on a show that had a lot of guest stars. She was on Oz and she was on this show. And I'm not surprised because when Fran find when Fran calls you, you go. Oh my god. The the look that she gives her is hilarious. Now finally, in the 2000s, 2010s, Rita Moreno does Norman Lear's one one day at a time, but it's one day at a time for the 21st century. She plays mother to Justina Machado. technical difficulty let's go back here we go Again, because he seems like a dick. 
careful. There's a lot of garlic in that chicken. Your mom's kind of mean. Oh, gracias. Moms are special? What did you say? Uh-oh, I dropped my... Um, I took the makeup off after first period because people were staring at me and all these boys were talking to me, which is the last thing I want. She has to have a quinces. How else will we know the day that our little girl becomes a woman? And so that's tonight's show. Basically, Rita Moreno at 90. Television, stage. And no, she was not in the original stage production of West Side Story to the chagrin of Joy Behar when they were on The View. And she said, no, that was Cheetah Rivera. So, as always, unpleasant dreams. Happy birthday to the EGOT herself, Rita Moreno.